0: Hello, Arvid. Hello, Eva. I hope that you have had a wonderful day today. Now it's a story time. Today I'm going to read you a lovely book that you really like, Peter Pan. There once was a house in London where a family named Darling lived. There were Mr. and Mrs. Darling and their three children. Wendy, John and Michelle. Watching over the children was Nana, the nursemaid, who also happened to be a dog. It was to this home that Peter Pan came one magical night. He chose this house for one very special reason. There were people there who believed in him. but not Mr. Darling. He only thought about business, the importance of being on time and dressing properly. But... But, Mrs. Darling was still young enough at heart to believe that Peter Pan was the spirit of youth. Then, there were John and Michelle. They knew how to fight off pirates, whoop like Indians, and march like soldiers. To them, Peter Pan was certainly real, and they made him the hero of all their games. But the expert on Peter Pan was Wendy. She knew everything there was to know about him. On this particular night, after Michel and John had drawn a pirate map on their father's shared front, Master Darling angrily declared, the children need to grow up. Then turning to Wendy, he added, this is your last night in the nursery, young lady and there will be no more dogs for nursemaids in this house. Mr. Darling promptly marched Nana outside, where he tied her up for the night. That's how it came to be that when Mr. and Mrs. Darling went out to a party later that night, Wendy, Michelle and John were left all alone, asleep in their rooms. Peter Pan and his pixie, Tinkerbell, slipped in through the window. The darling's nursery was a familiar place to Peter. He liked to sit in the shadows and listen to Wendy's story about Neverland. But on his last visit, Peter had been separated from his shadow. Tonight, he had come to get it back. Well done, Tink! You have found it! Peter whispered when Tinkerbell discovered his shadow. But the shadow was in no hurry to be caught. It flitted and skittered around the room. Peter charged after it, making such a racket that Wendy woke up. Peter Pan! I knew you would come, Wendy cried, I saved your shadow for you, let me sew it on for you. Oh, Peter, I'm so glad you came back tonight, because it's my last night in the nursery, she added sadly, but that means no more stories cried Peter I won't have it come on you're going to Neverland you'll never grow up there John Michelle wake up Peter is taking us to Neverland cried Wendy but Peter how do we get there fly of course it's easy all you have to do is think a wonderful thought and said peter shaking tinkerbell add a little bit of pixie dust we can fly shouted wendy john and michelle as they followed peter and tink out of the nursery window they soared over the roof of London. Peter laughed with glee as he pointed up into the sky. There it is! Wendy Neverland, second star to the right and straight until morning. From high up in the sky, they finally spotted the land of their dreams. Look, John! cried wendy mermaid lagoon and the indian camp yelled john there is the pirate ship and its crew added michel it's just as you told us wendy the captain of the pirate ship was hook he hated peter pan blasted peter pan said hook as he studied a map of Neverland. If I could only find his hideout, I'd trap him. Captain Hook got his name because he had a hook where his hand should have been. And who was to blame for that? Why, Peter Pan, of course. Hook had another enemy too, the Crocodile. He's been following me around for years. Laking his chops, said Hook. And he would have had you by now, Captain, if he hadn't swallowed that alarm clock. Now, when he's about, he warns you with his tick tock, tick tock, said Smee. Peter Pan, ahoy! cried the lookout. Instantly, Captain Hook forgot about the crocodile. So kill my eyes, he cried, looking through his telescope. It's Pan, he ordered his men to load the canoe and fire. Quick think, shouted Peter, as the canoe balls flew by. Take Wendy and the boys to the island, I'll stay here and cause a diversion. Tinkerbell took off at once for Peter's hideout, but she purposely flew too fast, leaving the others far behind. Tinkerbell, wait for us. We can't keep up with you, yelled Wendy and the boys. But Tink didn't want to wait. Peter Pan had hardly looked at Tinkerbell since Wendy had come along. Tink didn't like it one bit, and now she's had a plan. Tinkerbell zoomed ahead, flying into an opening in a tree where lost boys and Peter lived. She told the boys Peter had sent her with a message that there was a terrible Wendy bear headed their way. Peter's orders were to shoot it down. The lost boys hurried out from their hiding place. I see it, yelled the scont, as he and the others placed stones in their slingshots. Ready, aim, fire, shouted boys. Suddenly rocks were flying everywhere, hitting Wendy and sending her humbling from the sky. Luckily, Peter Pan arrived just in time to catch Wendy. Peter, you saved my life, said Wendy, throwing her arms around him. I bring you a mother to tell you stories. Peter angry told the lost boys, and you shoot her down? But, Tink said it was a bird, stammered Chubby. She said "You, you said to shoot it, added Rabbit. Tinkerbell, said Peter, you might have killed Wendy. I hereby banish you forever. Please, begged Wendy, feeling sorry for poor Tinkerbell. Not forever." For a week then, declared Peter. Taking Wendy by the hand, Peter flew off to show her mermaid lagoon. John and Michelle wanted to explore Neverland too, but had no interest in mermaids. They wanted to see Indians. John, you be the leader, declared the Lost Boys. Then, lining up behind him, they marched off into the forest. As they marched along, the Lost Boys and John made the plan. They would be very clever to capture the Indians. It might have worked too. Except for one thing, the Indians got them first. Michel and John were very frightened until the Lost Boys explained how things worked. When we win, we turn them loose. When they win, they turn us loose. But this time, the Indian chief wouldn't set the Lost Boys free. He thought that they had kidnapped his daughter, Tiger Lily. You tell me where you hide Princess Tiger Lily, the chief said, or you will be punished. (laughs) Meanwhile, as Peter was showing Wendy the lagoon, he suddenly spotted Hook and Smee rowing by in a small boat, tied up in the back was Tiger Lily, it looks like they are headed for school rock, Peter said, let's see what they are up to, sure enough, Hook was holding Tiger Lily prisoner and had tied her to a rock in the sea. Peter set off to rescue her before the tide came in. I showed the old codfish, Stay here, Wendy, and watch the fun, Peter called. I've got you this time, Pan, Hood cried as he forced Peter near the edge of a cliff. Peter backed away, but Hook followed him. Ah! Hook yelled as he tumbled off the clip, I'll get you for this, Pan! As he fell towards the water, Hook heard a familiar sound, tick-tock, 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 the crocodile was waiting. I say, Hook! grinned Peter Pan. Do you hear something the crocodile swallowed the captain but the terrified hook fought furiously and jumped right back out smee smee hooked screamed as he tumbled into the boat row for the ship row for the ship while smee rowed as fast as he could peter swooped down to save Tiger Lily and fly her back home. The Indian chief was so happy to see his daughter again, that he freed John Michelle and the lost boys. Then he placed a headdress of beautiful feathers on Peter Pan, proclaiming Peter Pan, Chief Little Flying Eagle. To a whoop! Yelled Peter. Oh, how wonderful! Said Wendy. Bravo! Added John. But there was someone who was not joining in the celebration. Poor Tinkerbell was all alone, without Peter or her friends. The Lost Boys and she wasn't happy at all. And that's just how Smee found Tinkerbell, all alone, sitting by herself. Begging your pardon, Miss Bell? said Smee, catching Tinkerbell in his cap. But Captain Hook would like a word with you If you don't mind. The captain wanted a word. All right. Several of them. We sail in the morning, he told Tinkerbell. If she would only tell him where Peter's hideout was, why, he'd take Wendy to sea with him. With her gone, Peter will soon forget his mad infatuation, sneered the captain. Sick with jealousy and loneliness, Tinkerbell fell for Hook's evil plan and showed him how to find Peter's hideaway. Hook smiled. He grabbed Tinkerbell and locked her in a glass lantern. At last, he could get his revenge on Peter Pan once and for all. At Peter's hideaway, all was cozy and quiet. Wendy, acting as a good mother, should, was talking the boys into bed. As she did, she sang to them about the wonders of a real mother. By the time Wendy had finished her song, John and Michelle were so homesick that they wanted to leave for London at once. Even the lost boys wanted to go, but not Peter. Go back and grow up, he said stubbornly, but I'm warning you, once you are grown up, you can never come back. But no one was listening to Peter. They wanted only one thought on their minds, a mother to love them and hold them and sing them to sleep at night. One by one, the boys left Peter's hideaway, only to walk right into the arms of waiting pirates. now to take care of master peter pan chuckled hook tying his prisoners to the mast of his pirate ship hook warned them join us or walk the plank never declared wendy peter pan will save us my dear said hook we left a present for Peter, a sort of surprise package. I can see our little friend at this very moment reading the tender note to Peter with love from Wendy. Could he but see within the package? He would find an ingenious little device set so that when it is 6 o'clock he will be blasted out of Neverland forever. Hearing Hook's evil plan, a desperate Tinkerbell knocked over the lantern where Hook held her prisoner. Crack! went the glass. Tinkerbell was free. Off she flew to try to save Peter. Back, in his hideout, Peter Pan picked up the package and was just untying the bow when Tinkerbell flew in. "Hi, Tink," said Peter, holding up the box. "Look what Wendy left for me." Tinkerbell tried to pull the package away. "Stop that!" yelled Peter. "What's the matter with you?" There was no time to explain. Tink flew at the box, pushing it as far from Peter as she could. The gift began to smoke, and then kaboom! The explosion was so huge it rocked the pirate ship. Hook removed his hat and boat, and so passeth a worthy opponent. Smiling, Hook turned to the captive children. Which will it be? Join my crew or walk the plank. Wendy spoke up bravely. Captain Hook, we will never ever join your crew. Hook gave Wendy his most gentlemanly bow. Ladies first, my dear. With tears trickling down her cheeks when they walked along the plank. One step then another, closer and closer to the edge, until finally she jumped. Captain, said Smee, there was no splash. The ships bewitched the men began to wail, but it wasn't ghost who had come to hunt Hook. It was Peter Pan, along wi- with Tinker Bell. He had come to save Wendy. This time you have gone too far, shouted Peter Pan, as he flew up onto the rigging. Hook scrambled up after him, then drew his sword. Take that, cried Hook as he launched at Peter, forcing him off balance. I'll run you through. Peter quickly flew out of Hook's way, cutting his way and that with his dagger. You wouldn't dare fight old Hook man-to-man, taunted the captain. You'd fly away. Like a cowardly sparrow, i fight you man to man with one hand behind my back," crowed at Peter. As Wendy, John, Michel and the lost boys fought, the pirate's crew hook took a powerful swing at Peter, but the captain lost his balance. Down, down, down fell Captain Hook to face his worst fear. The Corgola was waiting, and its mouth was wide open. The last Peter, Wendy, John, Michel, or the Lost Boys heard of the Terrible's Captain Hook were his calls for help. Hooray for Captain Pan, screamed all the children. (sniffs) All right. Yeah, swaps, said Peter Pan to his brand new crew. We are casting off. But, but Peter, stammered Wendy, could you tell me, sir, where we are sailing to? We are going to London, madame, said Peter. Michel John, we are going home, Wendy smiled. Hoist the anchor, cried Peter to his crew. Tink, let's have some pixie dust, Tinkerbell flew all around the ship, sprinkling her magical dust as she went. Then up Up, up, went the ship, and as it rose, it began to glow like gold. Wendy, said Mrs. Darling, she was gently shaking her daughter, whom she had found asleep by the window. Oh, mother, we are back, announced Wendy, as she woke back? asked mister Darling. All except the lost boys, explained mm-hmm. Wendy. They weren't quite ready to grow up. It was such a wonderful adventure. Tinkerbell and mermaids and Peter Pan. We sailed away in a ship in the sky. Mary mm-hmm said Mr. Darling not sharing Wendy's excitement at all I'm going to bed but as he turned to leave Mr. Darling paused to look up into the night sky there crossing in front of the moon was a ship made of clouds you know said Mr. Darling I have this strange feeling. I've seen that ship before, a long time ago, when I was very young. And indeed, he had. End of the story.